Welcome to the Life Gets Harry podcast, quarantine edition with guest Jeremy Ray and Evan Stepp. In Ryan's perception, these two men are extremely hot and satisfying to look at. Ryan always wants you to stay positive during this weird time. After all your mind has always been quarantined from the rest of the world. Choose to create a paradise inside your thick skull. Love you digital friend. Let's check in with them now to see how they are dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic. Without further ado digital friends, let's get it. so good um <laughs> anyways man i re- i really appreciate you guys doing this this is this is such a weird way to podcast and i want to just go ahead and start off by saying that when all this shit like you know goes away or whatever we get to see each other in the physical flesh we definitely got to do this like again at like jeremy's oh, place sure. or something and just uh that way we can hold each other and shit you know so <laughs> <laughs> hold hands time. anyways man how so so yeah, we might as well just kind of get like dive into this, man. It's weird. We're in a weird situation. If you're some aliens, like listening to this historical piece of evidence in the future, we're in the midst of COVID-19 and we're all quarantined and it's really fucking weird, man. Cause we're not, you know, we don't get, this is actually probably the most social interaction I've had in like a couple weeks for me personally. <clears throat> yeah. Dude, yeah. It's, we're all trying to be polite dude hey it's all good man it's all good Uh, (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'll let jeremy i'll let you take it first what's what's been going on uh with you on hill street we have been watching uh, a shitload of jeopardy just uh, Jeopardy nonstop. <laughs> and That's um, amazing. other than that, uh, nothing. Not a single yeah. thing. <laughs> you lie. I've seen all that work. <laughs> no, nah, man. I've, uh, no, it's super weird. Uh, like you said, Ryan, that the aliens are uh, listening to us in the future and the robots have came and they have chopped off all of our limbs and we are merely <laughs> just little brains just floating around in the gutter, man. It's absolutely insane, cryptic, weird, <laughs> apocalyptic times and it feels <laughs> odd to be alive but i'm happy that we're going through it and it's cool that we get to live through this like biggest piece of history that any of us will ever know like this is like everything in our lives has been before this and then everything will be after this you know this is so so yeah. it's so huge this will define our entire lives um yeah. so it's fucking scary man but 
uh, yeah, yeah. I've just been watching a shitload of Jeopardy and uh, <laughs> uh, been doing a, been doing a bunch of art. Just been trying to uh, keep my mind right and above the water, and um, just making a bunch of paintings, a bunch of drawings, a bunch of collage work. Even wrote a couple songs, which hasn't happened in a while, and uh, trying to oh, sleep yeah. a little bit more, which has been cool. And um, yeah. yeah, so. Just trying to stay above it and stay hopeful, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's so fucking heavy, man. It's like, even when you just started talking about it, I could just feel the energy shift because it. Uh, you're, you're so right when you say that it's a defining moment. It's like, this isn't even really so much to say as like the virus itself. Sure, it's going to affect the fuck out of a lot of people and already has, but like the fallout of this and the way that our lives will be lived after this will be different. You know what I mean? And, and, and no stretch of the imagination it just will be whatever that sure. looks like. I have no clue. You know, I'm not an Oracle, but it's crazy as shit, man. Evan, how, how are you been like holding up, man? I know we talked a little bit off the podcast and I, I didn't realize like, holy shit, dude, like how much you have been kind of going through leading into this pandemic. And I'm like, damn dude, like how are you kind of fucking dealing with all of that and holding up? Yeah. So I'm in Ruby, South Carolina at the moment. And that's because let's see. So before this all like kind of went to shit, um, it was, Maybe the second week in March. So I get a call from my mom on March 13th saying that my grandmother had had a really nasty fall and that they were taking her to the local hospital. So she was like, nothing to be like really alarmed about right now. Um, I'll let you know if, you know, shit hits the fan. Well, she ends up calling me back that night. She, uh, she had kind of taken a turn for the worse. So they had transported her to Florence, South Carolina. So I was already like, okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and get work covered tomorrow in case I need to hop on the road and head down there. <clears throat> so yeah, I ended up get, getting a call. She wasn't doing really well. So that's, I think that was Friday. So Saturday morning, I had hightail it to Florence, uh, get there. My parents have been up for like 48 hours. Um, I see my grandma, she's in not good shape at all. They had already intubated her. Um, so she was on like a breathing machine. So, uh, I told mom and dad, I was like, Hey, let me drive y'all home to Ruby. Let y'all get some sleep. I'll just leave my car here. We'll come back in the morning. So we come back in the morning on Sunday. She still hasn't, um, gotten better. We're literally in the room with her and, um, like the, the machine just starts going haywire. Like her, uh, you know, pulse goes down, blood pressure is just, it, it just tanks like literally in like the span of a couple of minutes. So it, the doctor comes in and tells us that, you know, she's probably not going to make it through the day. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, literally like 20 minutes later, we're in the room and she passes away. Um, so <clears throat> yeah, already it's, that happens so quickly. And then I'm like, well, f well, fuck, like shit's starting to like kind of, uh, sim simmer down in Atlanta. I know at, at that particular time we're, um, at the restaurant, but we're kind of already anticipating like, um, stuff's about to change drastically here in the next little bit. So I went ahead and, um, came back to Atlanta, uh, to grab some clothes so that, um, you know, I could wear it to the funeral or whatever. And I go back to Ruby and, um, 
uh, yeah, on the 18th, we're having the, the funeral. So literally in like the span of five days, um, all this crazy shit's happening. Um, yeah, so the, by the time the funeral rolls around, at this point, we've gotten our orders from, uh, you know, the governor of South Carolina. He's saying, let's limit gatherings to 100 people or less. So we knew that was going to affect the funeral. So we were like, okay, that's not a big deal. Um, we'll just let people know ahead of time. The, the morning of the funeral, we get a um, call from the director. And he's like, uh, the... <clears throat> Governor now says 50 people or less. So we're not going to have people be able to come to the funeral or whatever. So it ends up being family only. But I was able to talk him into doing like a Facebook live of the funeral. So folks around town were still able to like tune in and like, yeah, literally like I think three people, 300 people were watching it at the time. And like it had been viewed like up to 3000 times now. So yeah, so that whole that whole process right there was weird because I wasn't I don't feel as though I was able to grieve properly through that situation because of what yeah. was going on with like the COVID-19 and having to like take all these precautions. I think like there was some sort of like barricade that was set up in my subconscious that wasn't allowing me to like truly grieve like I normally would if there wasn't those outside factors kind of affecting it. So, long yeah. story short, I'm in Ruby. What's up? <laughs> 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 no, man, dude. I mean, that's uh, <laughs> that's that's fucking insane, man. It really is, and it's uh, man. I mean, uh, I, yeah, it's it's almost kind of speechless because the reality is, is so many people have had it in all like kind of all these different weird situations happening. I mean, my uh, my brother-in-law, his his brother got in a really bad wreck about four or five days ago and is probably going to be paralyzed for the rest of his life. And they can't even go visit him because of COVID-19. So it's like, it's really, really weird. You know, a lot of weird things that are happening around, you know, because of the affected of like the coronavirus, which has been really weird, man. And just like watching it all, I, I feel like so many people have been affected. I mean, I knew that my agency, which I've spent the last like two years really trying to work on, I watched kind of overnight disappear because all of my monthly clients are, you know, uh, restaurants and events and different things like this. And as that shit just started going, boop, 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 you know, and they were saying you couldn't do it anymore. Then like all the shit I had lined up for the next three months just like disappeared, you know? And, uh, and so it's, it's, it's very weird, you know, and, and not to be like Debbie Downer the whole time. I mean, I, I feel like in some weird way, I wanted to talk a little bit about with you guys being in like the art and music world in some weird way I've seen like uh, a little bit of like some positivity around art artists and musicians like with the with the live feeds, I'm seeing more people tune into a live feed than ever used to, you know, and it's like people are kind of connecting. So maybe some people who maybe wouldn't have a moment or getting the opportunity in a moment of a crisis to, uh, to be able to connect with people like never before. So I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to be positive and think that, you know, amidst all this heartache and craziness that, that people are still able to find a way through it, you know, in some way, it just seems really weird. Like, you know, part of us want to make everything on on hold and then and then also there's kind of this this aspect of like well the sun keeps coming up like what the fuck are we like what are we going to do you know well i think i think what i think what we're doing is we are literally like you said just hanging on 
Like that's mm-hmm. that's what everybody is doing. Like the entire world together is just trying to hang the fuck on and keep their minds from completely exploding yeah. and going completely dark. And like I think it's cool that all this like art and music and people's like social presence presence has like made people connect through that deeper but i can't wait till that shit's over and we can get back to connecting with people in the real world and giving them giving them a fucking hug you know yeah and i mean it's like uh what uh i don't want this whole podcast to be a downer either but i mean i evan's i think what evan said is people are a lot of what people are going through is like, he didn't even get a chance to grieve his grandmother passing because there was such a a major pandemic happening in the world that that was the immediate focus, you know? And and the the same shit's happening with me. Like my mom uh, just got diagnosed with breast cancer again for the second time, Mm. you know? And all I want to do is go to South Carolina and visit her. But you know, it's, it's unsafe for me to do that, you know? Yeah. And so that's just like, you know, what a stronghold this thing has on us right now. But I think the key is for everybody to keep hanging on and having hope and knowing that, you know, when we get through this, hopefully it'll make people more reverent of, you know, their space and their time and their connections to people, you know, you know, because this this is like really shown the, you know, the fragility of this whole existence, you know. So For sure. I, th- I think art and music is, you know, the universal love language that are is keeping us together. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. That's exact, man. That's a great way to put it. Yeah. It's like, that's, that's, I guess what I meant when you see all that stuff is like, it, I, it feels like a shred of hope, you know, like where it's like, yeah, we're all stuck here and it's the right thing to do, you know, to, to quarantine ourselves, in my opinion, till this thing is dies off. It's like, if we know that we can constrict this thing that way, why not do it? You know, but it's also scary as shit, you know, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do on the other side of this or like, if it's all going to just like pick right back up, you know, I mean, that's what yeah. you'd hope everybody just like, it just ramps yeah. right back up. We're all just like kind of going back through it, but I can't help, but also wonder like how many people be affected. I mean, I mean, even like both you guys are, you know, work at homegrown man. And I've watched Kevin like post videos and things like that and it's like and there's so much uncertainty where you're like fuck dude you know like like what what's gonna happen to people that have restaurants and bars you know people that not and not saying that homegrown i don't even i haven't i've talked to kevin a little bit through this but i don't know where they're at but i'm saying that you know surely there are restaurants and businesses and bars that were just hanging on already i mean i've been a small business owner for 10 years and i can tell you hanging on is like largely what fucking small businesses do you know like they're not they're not like fucking crushing it all the time you know it's seasonal it's you have ebbs and flows and you might have caught a business in a time when shit was like month to month and now all of a sudden it's like what the fuck you know and are they going to even be able to open back up after i think i think that's a great question and i think i think this whole thing will kill some businesses and it'll kill a lot of creativity and it'll kill a lot of relationships and it's going to kill fucking people period you know, but, but the, the, the cool thing is, you know, the amount of connection and art and rebirth that's and strength that's going to come after this. That's what, we, that's yeah. what we have yeah. to believe. That's what we have yeah. to believe. And, and Ryan, yeah. you said, you said something earlier, um, about like, once this is all said and done, the reality 
that's going to be post COVID-19 is not going to be the reality that we were in beforehand. Things are going to be completely different in all aspects. Like, uh, like Jeremy was saying, like we're going to take for, we're not going to take for granted, like face to face contact with people, intimacy with people, like things that may, may have gotten pushed to the wayside earlier that we, you know, kind of lost. But I think as bad as this is, the silver lining of it is the fact that, um, you know, we're going to come back with a totally different perspective um, on just life in general. Like, um, yes, we're yeah, it's it, things are going to have uh, there's going to be heightened focus on things that may have uh, have been diluted in the past that we needed to, you know, almost like the universe, like being like, hey, uh, this needed to happen for. Um, us to you know appreciate what we have a little bit more. Absolutely, um, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, that's a you, that's a great way to put that, Evan. It's like it, it's it's going to change all of our perspectives and belief systems. It's like up until now, I might have thought that when Bob Marley said everything's going to be all right, everything's going to be just fine, <laughs> I fucking believed it, and now I don't. <laughs> everything's not going to be fine. I mean, everything is totally fucked, you know? <laughs> but, but when we do come back, I mean, when we do come back from all of this, like, that poetry is even fucking stronger. So despite sure. the heartbreak and despite the ultimate fucking tragedy that that is this pandemic, like, on the other side of it, it the, the, it's just going to be... Hopefully it's going to solve a shit more problems than it's created. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I truly think, and this is just based on obviously it's perceptional, but like look at reality itself, look at history, look at the universe, look at every star being born and dying, look at every life that's ever been lived. And you're going to see a common theme and you use the beautiful word rebirth. And I think that there is absolutely no way that you can hit rock bottom without eventually coming back up. I mm-hmm. think that's why like, you know, it's just the duality of our reality, right? That just like... That's just kind of the way things have always been. It's just that it's always changed, that that the virus can't always be here. It can't always be doing. We can't always be in our houses because change is just nature's delight, and we are nature, and we're caught up in this change. And so I think that's given me a lot of hope is realizing, and you're right all about like how it's going to change so much, and I really do have so much high hope that like it, it seems like we were kind of going in the direction where more and more people were on their phones, more and more people were caught up in technology. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe there'll be a reset surgeon where people are more like you said wanting to be face to face wanting to have real human interaction you know real compassion that you can feel the energy off of another human being you know i hope that uh i hope that like you know one one good thing about this is like the the benefits that mother earth is having from this you Mm. know the the lack you know less people on the streets less pollution you know that's something that's good that's going back into it um, shit, what was I just about to say? I was about to say something that was so great. You were saying how inebriated you've been this entire fucking quarantine. <laughs> Dude, I, had, I had the path. 
I saw the finish line and then I looked over and I saw like a shiny little robot and then the robot just took my information from me and squished me down, man. Bro, you know the reality is though after doing this for three years, I don't know how many times I've fucking lost my train of thought and then what's the weirdest part is you're going to be able to go back and listen to this podcast I, I and you're going to hear the... You'll, yeah, no. yeah, you're gonna, there it was, just right ahead. It's not like me. <laughs> exactly, but you'll see it. It's so hilarious. I was, I've seen myself so many times, dude, where you see the thought God. just like get lost. You're like, there it is and then it just drops off. So this, is my, this is my first We're podcast humans, ever. Um, so really? I think oh, if I, yeah. 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 So I think if I can get Hell through this, yeah, like dude. sitting down face to face, dude, this, that's going to be a cinch. Can't wait. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> I mean, Dude, times are weird. Not why? Why not do a weird podcast where we're all in three locations yeah. using iPhones to record and all kinds of crazy shit? So. Yeah, and oh, I have I to know say what the fuck that like, I was gonna say. I know what I was gonna say. <laughs> oh shit, he's back. He's back. <laughs> it, it is what it is. If I <laughs> no, we were talking. <laughs> we were talking about uh, people uh, playing concerts on the internet for people, and people are like, "Do you think this is the new?" Uh, way of technology people are going to connect with artists and i fucking hope not i hope that yeah. when we can go out in public we don't see a goddamn internet show for two months i hope that we have to go see the show in in person like i, yeah. I hope yeah. that shit stops but i mean it, yeah. it is cool it's it's a cool way to connect and i hope it comes it's back. cool for now it's yeah. and i get what you're saying man it's like it's yeah. like right now in this system it's really cool that we're utilizing technology and all that we really have while we're stuck in our fucking house it's like when i made that stupid rap you know fuck you corona video that shit it's was like funny as all, funny. <laughs> dude, all that kind of shit it's just like hey we're stuck here let's be you know let's do our thing let's try to have fun try to spread positivity but you're absolutely right that when this shit like it when it's when it, we're able to you know be social again and shit there that is absolutely what i hope we all do is get the fuck out of the house and spend time together and show each other how much we love each other because dude here's the weirdest part is in my humble ass little opinion from what <laughs> i've read dude we're not even in the peak in the united states right yeah. now and so shit is going to get way more uglier i personally think that every single one of us will know somebody fairly close at least that ends up getting this shit, you know, yeah. and not saying oh, they're yeah. going to, everyone's going to die. Right. But like, and I'm not trying to be like super, you know, dramatization or whatever, but it is real. It is contagious and it is, it does fuck people up and some people doesn't do shit too, but it's yeah. kind of like Russian roulette or some shit. You yeah. Know? Well, yeah. Um, no, but going back around to the whole, uh, music thing, uh, and art, I know Jeremy's been putting out a shit ton of, of art. Um, yeah, if yeah. I could draw, like I feel like I would be drawing in Ruby cause it's just so <laughs> fucking beautiful out here. And I've been oh, making, yeah. I've been trying to do a, a, a video a day where I play a song and I'll post it, um, on Facebook. And then I've been posting it to my YouTube uh, channel too, just to kind of document like every day I'm trying to post a song. Um, so, yeah. but I, I noticed that, People are looking to uh, creative types, whether it's through art or through music, to uh, kind of bring them some comfort right now, uh, more oh, so yeah. than they would have in the past. Um, and I, th I think coming out of this, people will have uh, a little greater appreciation for um, for artists. And you'll probably see more people coming out to live shows just because 
they maybe were able to, you know, watch musicians playing and be like, oh, I didn't realize I was so into music or I did, you know, something else that's awakened inside yeah, that's of a them good point. creatively. Yeah. Um, but I know that's a, like, that's a really good point, Evan. Yeah. And, and I know for me, uh, personally, like doing the video every day, not only like, of course it's fun, but it's also like, it's part of my routine. And I think that's important to kind of maintain like some, like some routine in your life so that you don't get Mm -hmm. like fucking like depressed and down. And if I was still in Atlanta, like it just in my shitty little house with nowhere to go. Like the only point of living in Atlanta is like, you have all this shit to do. Like when you're stuck in your tiny ass house, you're like, what the fuck? Like, what is the point of this? (laughs) So I'm, it's actually like, it actually is like a blessing that all that shit happened before shit really hit the fan in Atlanta. Cause I was able to, you know, grab my dog and like come down to Ruby, South Carolina and stay in this beautiful country town literally like i'm in my grandma's house by myself with my dog and i'm surrounded by a fucking pasture with horses and cows and donkeys and goats and just this fucking picturesque setting um that's cool like your your grand your grandmother lived such an amazing life that she could you know let you be there for that and have a place to go and be able to grieve yeah. her loss and and yeah. it like makes you feel it, it's got to, and i'm speaking for you but i know it makes you feel so grateful to have a place to go like that to truly yeah. grieve because what fucks me up about this whole thing is you evan you said like it would suck for you to be stuck in your shitty house in atlanta and you're right i've been to your house in atlanta it is so shitty <laughs> and it would be awful to be in, in that house so yeah, like, like, like it's just like it's you, you know I know you're so grateful to have have Ruby to escape to and like if I could go be in my parents' house I totally would. Um, but what fucks me up about that is there's so many people that don't have a place to escape to. Like yeah. there's people that, yeah. that there's people that work with. Uh, and for Evan and I at Homegrown, who I think about every day, like I, I know Evan has a place to go that's given him some peace. I'm on a different, I'm on a different plane than Evan is because, like, I love being at home because my studio is here, my dogs are here, my wife is here. I've got everything I need here. I can create here all day long, which is what I've done to keep my mind right. But like, when I think about some of the people that work for us and just like people that are were hurting before this and like what it's doing to those people like i am so grateful and so blessed that i have uh, that we have what we have you know to keep us uh, to keep us hopeful and alive during this shit yeah 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 because and even though like i was talking about not being able to grieve earlier just the fact that i'm at her house and like spending time in this like nostalgic type of way is helping to agree. Cause I'll find times where like, yeah, I'll come across something or I'll think of a memory and you know, I'll have a good cry or whatever. Um, but also just, uh, awesome. The fact of being in that house, um, because like my grandma, I would stay with her like while my parents were at work and you know, after school, it was always going to grandma's house. And like, I learned to like cook from her. I learned, so many things. So like 
literally just, I was thinking about it this morning because I'll make breakfast every morning. Usually I'll try to make everything from scratch. So I'll make biscuits from scratch, sausage gravy from scratch. Like I'll do gr- cheese grits, red links, liver mush, like this fucking awesome country breakfast. And just sitting at the table that I sat at when I was a kid growing up, like my formative years. That's and powerful. Literally, really just sitting and like, and just thinking like, this is fucking insane. Like what other opportunity would I have to do this other than some global, you know, catastrophe that's, that's happening. So it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy, wow. but it, in itself, it's, it has helped Damn. me. Um, yeah. To, to kind of grieve. It's, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, uh, that's, that's wild, man. I love that so much. I wanted to circle back around too, cause I was kind of hearing both of you talk a little bit about like routine during this time. And I kind of wanted to focus in on that because I think more than now, man, we're going to see people that already were struggling with anxiety, you know, have intense anxiety. I mean, I've watched me and my wife develop like the, the, the Rona anxiety where you're on the <laughs> fucking phone too much, reading the news, you know, and shit. And you got to like take a fucking break and walk outside. And, you know, I mean, thank God early on we were getting out a lot into like, you know, places like Arabia mountain. But uh, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, they're getting so busy now that it's like not even worth going to, but you know, we've tried to get out. We have a little neighborhood park and we don't even play on the park, but we have like the, the fucking parking lot and we try to get out and we try to do our thing, but I can't stress enough that like people are going to have to figure out. And for us, it feels like oddly normal because I work, have worked from home for probably at least, seven-ish years, six, seven years of my life. And so I, this is like really normal for me to stay at home. And it's really normal for my wife to stay at home and take care of our, our kid. And having a three-year-old also like causes you to like not almost forget there's a fucking pandemic because that's one of the weirdest things about going into nature during this time right now is you realize that, that this is a human drama and that this is not an earth drama. This is not a universal drama. This is a human drama. Like we're, we're going through this and nature is still living and getting up every day. The bees are still pollinating the fucking, you know, uh, the flowers and shit. And so I try to stay positive in the sense that like this is happening because this is what happens. It's called the randomness of infinity. And so, yes, like, yes, will there be heartache? Yes. And there always will be. Suffering is universal and it will always happen. And so I try to hold to that truth of being, never being as lost and found as I think I am. And I kind of, and I have to make sure sure, man, that I keep continuing to do things like meditate, whether it's just fucking five minutes or 10 minutes and do yoga, whether it's just like some sort of stretching or getting mm-hmm. my body moving, you know, and then reading something or listening to a podcast or listening to an audiobook that's positive, you know, during this time or, or something you want to learn in this time, you know, and all that good stuff. And I realized that, no, it doesn't mask like all the suffering that's going on around for some people. But I think, man, if people don't do something like that, that it fills them with some sort of hope in their spirit. If they don't uncover that love that's already like inside of them, we are going to see people, man, take their own lives. We're going to see suicide rates and, and all kinds of crazy shit happen, man. People doing weird shit. And so I would love for you guys to break down how you guys are dealing with your mental space right now um, and trying to stay positive. And I'm, and I mean like practical, you know what I mean? Sure. Like I'm sure. talking like someone's listening. They're like, you, you know what I mean? Like what the, like, 
like, what are you doing that you feel like gives you that sense of like, ah, like, okay, shit, I, everything's, we're going to make it, you know, kind of thing. So I think for me and my, and I know that my experience is completely different from a lot of my friends in Atlanta right now, because they're in a city, I'm in a rural countryside out here. So I have the, you know, luxury of being able to walk outside and have tons of land that I can walk around on with my dog, be out in the sunshine and not be, not see anybody. So I'm not worrying about, I'm not having to deal with the fact of running into people and, you know, being in close contact, but I do still try and keep a kind of a regiment. So uh, we'll just run it down. We'll start when I wake up in the morning. So wake up in the morning. I immediately grab Pull my, my wedgie. <laughs> immediately grab my phone uh, because, like you said, like I'm hooked to the news of it all because yeah. I feel removed from it being in Ruby. Um, so I, I'm not feeling that anxiety that other people are feeling at the moment because it it is so close to them like people who live in like you know midtown or close to grady who see like this influx of people you know at the hospital so i'm just i i feel far removed from it but i'm going back after i grab do you ever feel kind of guilty i i do yeah i do i i feel guilty sometimes about being out being out here and having this space to be in um but yeah, but then I have to, you know, move on from that. But I, I am conscious and I am yeah, aware sure. of it. And I'm super appreciative of, you know, the fact that, Hell you yeah. know, I am out here and other people don't have that opportunity. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I'll I'll get up in the morning. I'll take the dog for a nice long walk around town, um, usually about like a mile, mile and a half early in the morning, uh, 8, 30, 9 o'clock. Usually I try and get up around, around the same time every day. Um, come back to the house, throw in a pot of coffee, sit on the front porch, take out my one hitter, you know, drink some coffee, smoke a little bit of weed. <laughs> <laughs> um, really just Hell literally yeah, look out brother. at the, at the landscape, look at the goats hanging out. Um, I'll come in. I usually call my dad if he, he's, he's taken off this week from work. So, um, I'll, I've been calling him in the morning and telling him to come down to the house and I'll cook him and I breakfast and, um, uh, my friend uh, Elise is here too, so uh, we'll all um, you know eat breakfast together, and then usually I'll uh, eat, you know uh, kind of walk down to the pond uh, with my fishing pole, fish for a little bit, um, come yeah. back, uh, ride the golf cart around town for a little bit. By that time, it's like lunchtime. Fix me a pimento cheese and ham sandwich, a couple chips. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, maybe uh, pop me a, a couple of mushrooms and then go back down to the pond and fish for a little bit. Um, come, come back, have dinner with my parents, um, hang out with them for a little bit up here at the shop. So my dad has an old, it used to be his old woodworking shop, but he, um, you know, got tired of doing that. So he converted into a hangout for him and all of his friends and my mom. So there's like a kegerator out there and like, we just sit out there. There's a TV, a little bar he made. So we'll watch TV and just eat and drink a few beers. And then I'll head back to the house, uh, smoke a little more weed and then go to bed. 
<laughs> dude, you got a uh, you got a spare bedroom up there? Or? Uh, yeah, dude, I can, I can put you up. Yeah, yeah damn, you. dude, you got the life, bro. Yeah, so that's it, what dude, I'm if saying. All like, starts breaking loose, dude. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. I'm only like, it's just me and my dog, you know. And uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's really easy to. Um, yeah, I, I I do think about sometimes about like other people, like you know, like you who has a family, like your wife and your kid, like that's a completely different dynamic yeah. that I'm not having to, to deal with. Um, so yeah, yeah. And like I said, that my experience is definitely going to be different from a lot of folks, but yeah. And I think when I, when I also, when we were talking a little bit about you and I asked if you were like felt guilty, I think that that's like a feeling. And that's why I was really curious because I think that that's not something that's like a bad thing at all. I think it's a natural human thing that like mm-hmm. when you feel like you're removed uh, from something that people are dealing with at a higher level than you, there's always this kind of remorse that I think is very natural and stuff, you know, but I also was saying it because I think it's something you have to be careful with because I think it can actually affect you mentally too sure. in a, in a negative sense of like, you know, and that's why I guess I asked that question, but no, dude, that's, I mean, dude, you're fucking, you're living, dude, you're living right now. And it's, it's weird, you know, as a, as a father right now, my son already, uh, has had to be hospitalized before just from like a cold. So like he has like, so he already has like kind of some trouble with like his lungs at times. And so, yeah, it's definitely like one of those things where we're like, we've been quarantining pretty hard, you know, and my, my mom lives with us as well right now. And she is like probably one of those people that, uh, would have a hard time too if 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 she got affected so it's one of those things yeah dude it weighs heavy in your mind and and i think that you i uh you just have to like you have to escape not in like the escapism you know bad way but like you have to come back to now like you have to realize that all this shit's transpiring all this stuff's going on there's all this stuff happening all over the globe but what are you doing right now in this moment and like for us we're podcasting you know it's literally what's happening and 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 is all hell breaking loose right now in your life and in your family if not then like take a fucking deep breath and and realize you're in the moment and yeah there's chaos but you got to just like continue on in the moment and then if chaos really does happen in your awareness in the now that's when you have to take care of it right now obviously you can use your like foresight and all that kind of stuff and and preparation but i think it's just really hard not to get caught up in stories and in these like futuristic like what ifs you know and so that's what i've been telling myself right now is uh is that i won't i I will not I will not accept what ifs but I will accept what is and that is what's happening right now in the conscious state that I'm having so Damn. anyways enough blabbering you know but um but Jeremy man how are you like like I know obviously you've been painting a lot obviously it inspires the fuck out of me obviously you're super hot you know so a lot of people watch you and stuff and, and you know so it's uh, I get I get that you probably feel guilty too but <laughs> Oh, I feel I just feel bad for any of your listeners that have actually hung on to this conversation for this long. <laughs> Same, dude. Dude, everyone's quarantined, man. But, they ain't got nothing yeah. else to do. But every, everyone's got everyone's got time, and mm-hmm. uh, right now, uh, time is on all of our sides, um, and we're we're lucky for that. Um, yeah, we have. we've all been given a vacation from reality in hopes that you don't fucking die during this vacation. (laughs) 
you know. <laughs> so we, we've we've all like you know Evan wouldn't get the chance to be it you know on the farm where he was raised. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't get the chance to be at home with your wife and beautiful son and your mom. I wouldn't get the chance to be at home with my wife and my dogs, surrounded by all of my comforts, which are art, music, snacks. Marijuana, sleep, <laughs> the, the the WWE Network, Jeopardy, yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, brother. So, for, like, like for me, for me, I have like, there's nothing more that I have wanted for like hard for like two years now, is like two weeks to be off of off of responsibility and have complete freedom to create and use my voice. Mm-hmm for whatever comes out, whether that be mm-hmm. drawing, painting, collage work, poetry, ramblings, sleep, whatever it is, I th- that's all I've wanted. And now I have it. Mm-hmm. I have it. Today is day 16 for me since Homegrown has closed that I have been at home. <clears throat> and I've got to do more art than I have in the last six years. And I've been nonstop working and my schedule has gotten completely fucked. (laughs) Like I'm such a night owl. I'm such a night owl. And, you know, working at homegrown, we get up really early in the mornings. So I would, when I was working at homegrown, I'm averaging being awake for 17, 18 hours a day, sleeping, sweet, sleeping five hours a day. So now I'm averaging being awake about 14 hours a day, sleeping eight hours. So that's, that's, that's a different feeling. You know, that that alone, but it's also like I'm creative at night. So I've been staying up till about four, five in the morning every night. Hell yeah. (laughs) Painting, drawing, sitting, my studio, which like you guys can see I'm in, you guys have both been in here. Like it has, it has taken over and God bless my wife. I mean, God, y'all know Amanda. God bless her. Like it has taken over the entire house. Like my, the whole kitchen table is full of shit. The living room is Hell full yeah. of shit. It's exploding into the backyard. Um, so, <laughs> so I have I have gotten the the gift that I have been wanting for myself: just creative freedom and creative time. But every single day, and it happens about once an hour. It, where I'm getting my mind right and I'm keeping positivity and positive energy coming in. I'm, you know, but then up once an hour, it, you know, the outside world leaks in, you know, yeah. and then it's just, um, it's just, a, it's a coin, you know, you keep flipping it, you know, you know, of how, like how you're going to feel, you know, and like, what's the balance? Like how, how much do I, how, is it okay that I am, flooding my personal life with what it takes for me to feel joy, knowing that thousands and eventually millions of people are going to die. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, it's just, uh, it's just fucked, man. Every, everything's totally fucked. It's just, yeah. uh, but, but you know, we're going to, if, if you make it through this, me, you, everybody in the entire world, if you make it through this, my God, what a story we have to tell. You know, and I just think I I think, you know, like I think I I, and that's why I'm creating so much right now, because and I I mean, I've always been somebody that creates a lot of stuff, whether it's good, whether it's bad, whether it's memorable. It's just about the act of creating, which is what keeps my mind right. So my, my mind has been pretty solid during all of this. 
but it's also um, and straight up. And la- our last podcast we had together, Ryan, at the end of the podcast, we talked about how, like, you know, you are defined by moments in your life. Like, I am this person now. I am this person now because this has happened. Like, yeah. the person, like, I have been, this This whole thing has definitely, like, shaken me uh, harder and given me more a grip on uh, time uh, and how time just is completely not real. You know, it's, it's a, it's a total, it's it's a total illusion. And I'm Mm -hmm. just so grateful that, you know, I have it and I've always known that it can be taken like that. But this whole thing has made me really realize that, you know, I'm just so small. I'm so nothing, but I'm so grateful to be small and nothing, you know, and I want it to last as long as it, as it can, man. You know? Yeah. Dude, that's that's so good, man. And I couldn't agree more. I feel like that my biggest hope that comes from all of this, yes, like it's going to be grim and all that kind of stuff. But on the other side is that hopefully we see how much folly like our lives really were that like, yes, while I fucking love film and I want to shoot films and I love movies, but like, you know, all of the actors not being able to do this or that and all this, you know, the stadiums being shut down and this and that and, and all this kind of stuff. And, and yeah, they're all fun, man. And I'm not against any of it, but I think what we've seen more than ever, even with our own government and everything is how folly, how, how man created it all really is and how it really is just an illusion that we really are just molecules that maybe are momentarily coming together. And we really are flying around the sun, you know, floating on tectonic plates of lava and, Mm. and, and this really is much bigger than us. And so I think, I hope that we come out of it with some sort of respect for, not only uh, each other and our own fellow humans and what we really have in just each other alone, but also like our duty to this place and, and, and how small we really are. And that maybe it like, I, I don't want to say like the, the ego of humanity maybe will be at least knocked down a couple notches to where we realize maybe we should start using technology to help this place that we live in, man, instead of trying to get off of it or, or fuck it up until we need to leave, you know? And, so yeah, man, my hope is that we there is some perception shifting that at least comes out of this <clears throat> madness. I yeah, hope you're I, absolutely, absolutely right, man. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I think that um yeah, through all of this, there will be some sort of, you know, enlightenment of like the collective consciousness of, you know, of everybody here on earth. Like, um, there's definitely yeah. something that's happening not only with the pandemic, but also like in the universe and like, um, yeah, going back to the whole po there's, there's going to be a post COVID-19 reality. That's going to be completely different. And I'm actually like, I'm looking forward to that because I, I think it is going to bring, um, people back around to, you know, those things that are important in everybody's life, you know, connection with, with folks and, um, like even just being with like, of course, like before this, I would, you know, keep up with my family and, you know, talk to mom and dad and stuff, but not like this level. We haven't had this level of intimacy, um, in a long time. Um, and it's nice to be able to really connect with them on a more genuine level. Um, right now. And I think we're, we're really going to appreciate that more, not only in 
you know, relationships that are with, you know, our parents or our spouses or people like that, but also with like, you know, friends and coworkers and, you know, we're not going to take each other's existence for granted anymore. Like, I think there's going to be a greater appreciation of, um, yeah. I think it's going to be a lot, hopefully, hopefully there's just going to be a lot less dickheads and assholes around after this. <laughs> Preach, you, know, ho- yeah. you know, hopefully, <laughs> hope, hopefully it'll be easier for people like when they're complaining about some unnecessary shit or they're putting out negative energy into the world for no reason. Hopefully this whole thing they'll, will make them go, oh, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't act like that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. And, and and if they're not, and if people are still acting like dickheads and assholes, it'll hopefully make everybody else learn how to talk to those people in a way that will educate them not to be dickheads and assholes. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. The wildest part about a lot of this too is that what we're experiencing right now as Americans is a fraction of what a lot of the world experiences like every day without a pandemic, you know? And, and that's, that's been like a very humbling thought too, is that like, you know, today I I went to the grocery store because, you know, tomorrow they're enacting the, uh, the like stay in place kind of thing. And we have, we have food and we probably could have just ate rice, you know, for fucking two weeks and could have survived. But we felt like, okay, let's get a little bit more. And, and, you know, when I went in there, man, it was, uh, it was just fucking weird. It's weird how much things have changed, how much like realities changed, how much people have changed, you know? And, uh, it was just like super eerie. I don't know where the fuck I was going with this, man, because I've just stayed inebriated this entire (laughs) quarantine. So, (laughs) yeah i think i think that's i think that's okay to stay inebriated man i don't think there's anything wrong with that i mean why not dude i've lost everything but my family so fuck (laughs) it (laughs) yeah i mean i definitely i definitely smoke weed every day but i try and still do shit outside like go fishing (laughs) and like ride the four-wheeler through the woods yeah just be out out in in nature and also like uh, I like earlier. I said that I'll pop a few mushrooms. Like I've been microdosing mushrooms lately too, and it's actually yeah. like helped me a lot as far as like almost like a natural like antidepressant. Um, yeah, because I don't yeah. I don't do like enough to like you know fucking trip. I'll do like a tenth of a tripping dose, like maybe like point point five oh, yeah. or something. Just to, um, yeah, and it definitely does have an effect on um yeah on like me emotionally and and like spiritually too but um yeah i would definitely <laughs> recommend that to anyone who uh, have you ever let me, let me, i got a, I got no, a question yeah, go i got a question for yeah. both of y'all okay, okay. Since, yeah, it, Daddy. Since, since we're talking about getting getting high have either one of you over the last two weeks thought about doing a 24 hour or a 48 hour cleanse where you don't get high or you don't take mushrooms or you don't smoke weed or you don't have a beer or wine. Have you thought no. about that at all? Cause I have, and it's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> every, every, every night when I'm falling asleep at like five in the morning, I'm like, smoking just to try to fall asleep. And then I think to myself, you know what tomorrow, dude, just go a whole day, go 24 hours where you don't smoke weed and see what that feels like. 
and then I'm awake for about an, an hour, maybe. And I'm like, that's uh, a bad idea. Yeah, it's I, a bad idea. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not about it at this, at this point. I'm, I'm still in the, uh, yeah. I need this to get by point. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I think uh, I was, um, I was telling y'all earlier that like I, in this, during this thing, I actually wrote a couple songs, which I haven't done in so long. And, uh, one of the, and the song that I wrote, it has a line in it that says, it's okay, you lost your cool, we're not playing by the rules. And I, mm. I, I think, like, <laughs> whatever you want to fucking do to keep your mind right during all this, as long as you're not hurting anybody, is, yeah. is yeah. fair. If you want to sleep, yeah. if you want to sleep 20 hours a day, do it, dude. Who gives a shit? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, dude, dude, I mean, honestly, like, and I don't want to sound like, uh, like complete nihilist, right? You know, I mean, that's not what I completely identify Listen, with. Listen, I can but, identify with that dude. Yeah. So it's not going to be a problem. <laughs> but, yeah, dude, but, 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 I mean, but I mean, I mean, but I mean, real, but realistically, right. It is all just stories. And we are just like fucking like organisms on our fucking rock and in infinity. And like really nothing matters. Like nothing. Like as far as like, you know, I mean, there is no rules are, are just the most funniest fucking thing to me. If you really begin to think about anything in this reality, it's all constructed. It's all bullshit. And so hell yeah, dude, if you're fucking stuck in because millions of people are possibly going to fucking die from this invisible hellish devil cat thing, ball of fire looking thing that it fucking looks like, then do you man. Like if you got to take a bath every 10 minutes, if you got to fucking jump up and down and jump rope, do fucking yoga watch cartoons smoke weed like whatever the fuck you need to do man do it man because it doesn't fucking matter as someone who was a pastor and been in pastoral world for 10 years i know all about man's guilt i know i know all about that fucking like shit where you feel bad because of what people might think about you but all that is bullshit that's all in your own mind nothing has ever happened even outside of your own mind we're all living our own separate old fucking worlds all the time dude and like Nothing matters. The you that you think you are is just you thinking. No one perceives you the same way as you perceive yourself. So quit playing a game like you think you know how people are perceiving you because it's completely different than what you think it is. So just do you, man, and enjoy your fucking life. And fuck all the haters, dude. Dude, Just fuck them, dude. Send them to heaven, dude. Send them motherfuckers to heaven. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) That's my rant for for the podcast. <laughs> I think you're absolutely right about that. Fuck the haters, man. Fuck when anybody else thinks. Yeah, dude. Seriously, yeah. dude. Like, honestly, as someone who's who has had success, failure. I mean, my parents were meth heads. I've lived in single wide trailers. I've woken up with roaches all over me as like a child. I've you know been kicked out of my house at fourteen. I've was kicked out of school at seventeen. You know, like I've I, I've had I've known what it feels like to be poor. I know what it feels like to be rich. I know what it feels like to be mediocre. I know what it feels like to you know to have all these different things. And man, I can say on the other side, you know, being so someone who was once saved, uh, you know, someone who's experienced psychedelics on all levels. Like, you know, it, dude, it really, in the end, dude, it's, it, it, it doesn't mean anything. Like we're in a dream. Like I'm yeah. literally fucking dreaming right now with you guys. And tomorrow I'm going to go, Holy shit. Weren't we just, that was, that stuff feels like yeah. a fucking dream, dude. And, I was talking to these two guys I really love and like, but or, you know, <laughs> now it's just like nothing, dude. It doesn't, it's gone forever. Yeah. Besides this fucking crazy recording with a lot of reverb on it right now. And I, I think, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think like uh, just the fact that this is the one time where I felt like 
is this a simulation? Like, is this the point yeah. in the simulation where things come to light and you're like, okay, well, this has been a great run. Hey, blah, blah, blah. You have your Truman Show <laughs> Hit moment. the reset button. <laughs> but, yeah, but, yeah, like I said, like, it's a it's an altered reality at the moment. And yeah. I... Yes, because, yes. Go ahead. Sorry. No, that's it. That's all I had to say. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's like it's an alter reality period no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry I, did, I didn't mean to break your train man I'm really sorry I, yeah. but you're right that's yeah, about I, as far as it goes I, I, well that's I was just going to agree with you it's like we're all like all of us are now captains of a ship that we have never captained before and we're traveling through waters that we've never fucking got through. Right. So none of us have any idea what the fuck we're doing. Right. It's beyond yeah. altered reality. It's like, yeah. we, I'm 37 years old. You guys are about the same age. Never once in our entire lives has anybody told us, hey, you guys can't go outside. Yeah, it's <laughs> true. Like, <laughs> Most of our parents were like, "Get the fuck outside, man!" <laughs> so, like, for us, for us to live through this, like, like altered reality, it's 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 just it's fucked. Everything's yeah. fucked. It's fucking gnarly, dude. What's so fucked, dude, is how many people are hurting right now, man. All I want is this sounds fucking crazy, but I don't give a shit, dude. Like, it sounds so crazy that, dude, everything that we've created, the internet, it's all ones and zeros, everybody's bank account, all debt, all that fucking crazy shit. How cool would it be if this generation right now, dude, were the ones, I don't give a fuck if it's Trump in office, whoever the fuck it is, if it just happened, dude, whoever just got the fucking vision, dude, that we could just like do something so catastrophically amazing and historical where we just did something that whatever the fuck it is, whether it's absolve or whatever, all the debt for the banks and for the Dow and for every motherfucker on planet earth, you know, uh, you know, or whatever, dude, whatever we had to do, but like, why not? Because this is all fucking constructed oh, yeah. like a thousand years ago. This, none of this existed. Yeah. You know, like we yeah. make Lamborghinis out of the fucking forest. Like we can do what we want. <laughs> we are God creators, wizards, alchemists of this fucking planet. We are the lords of it and we do a really shitty job at taking care of it and we can really just change it however we want to fucking change it. Yeah, dude, I'm all for that. Yeah, if it... <laughs> if, if it... Uh, yeah, if it completely crumbled, yeah, to the point of it being rebuilted, I'd be, I'd be all for it. You know, as for, what was America in the first place? You know what I mean? Yeah. What was that, dude? Some dudes just showed up and we're like, "Hey, this this the way it is now." Yeah, you know money, yeah, mean? money is literally like, a construct. Like we we believe it holds the value that it does, but it's at the end of the day, it's a fucking piece of paper. Like it's it doesn't. Have, it's frequency. It changed. Yeah, yeah. It's exchanging frequency, man. I mean, you can be a form of barter or anything. Yeah, dude. I'm trying to like grow just some energy, grow some tomatoes, and trade you like a fucking basket of tomatoes for a little bit of weed. Like, <laughs> 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 yeah, dude. I love tomatoes, yeah, let's, bro. Let's you go back to Barbary and fuck like, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, I think we have enough technology to take care of a lot of <laughs> shit, dude. I mean, seriously, I I, I don't want to get like crazy political or, or anything like that, but like, I don't see how we can make like the fucking car I drive every day, but like, we can't figure out how to make sure that like basic needs aren't met or something like that or just like a human right. Sure. But I mean, what the fuck do I know? I'm like a long bearded. <laughs> stupid hairy dumb whatever actually i'm not dumb i'm not gonna speak all that black magic over myself but anyways uh <laughs> yeah dude i 
dude. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. So, I mean, where are you guys at? Like, as far as like, uh, as far as wrapping this up, I love to talk about like, okay, so like what now, you know, right now, as of this podcast being recorded, probably will be released very soon. Um, but you know, as of right now, we're like sheltering in place tomorrow, mm-hmm. but who the fuck knows next week, it could be martial law. Like there is just complete uncertainty right now. Sure. How are you guys like dealing with that? And like, kind of like with your families and stuff and like, what kind of like preparedness balance level do you feel like you guys are at with all of that you go ahead jeremy that's a great question man uh my preparedness level i think i would be the first one to fucking die if shit really hit the fan. <laughs> because i because like you like you were saying i'm gonna grow some tomatoes and trade these tomatoes for weed i'm thinking like i will draw your picture <laughs> if you're me a sandwich <laughs> Uh, if everything's so, shut down, art might be the coolest shit yeah, out, dude. No, that I, might be I, gold. No, I think it is. I think art and music is the universal language that's going to be the cure, the biggest cure all possible cure all for this. Um, but what am I doing to keep, you know, I'm just, I'm trying to stay realistic, you know? Like, I'm trying to, like, have the mentality that I've always had, which is like, man, you know, we're going to wake up again tomorrow. I'm thankful for that. I'm going to get to do it again. Some shit's going to get thrown my way, as it does every day. I'm going to try to, like, karate chop that shit away from me the best I can and in the most graceful way that I can, Um, (laughs) you know, uh, which isn't always, you know, the way it happens. Um but man, like, I mean, it, it sounds, it sounds so simple, but like, stay positive. I'm trying to stay positive. I'm trying to stay hopeful, um, and stay realistic, you know, like, and just, and be smart and just, I'm just trying to, trying to stay educated and, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to keep my mind right, you know, cause that's all yeah. I got. That's all I got. I mean, you know? Yeah. 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 So. It's scary though, man. When I really, when I really start to think about it, when you ask me that question, I, I immediately have my textbook answer. I'm going to try to stay positive. I'm going to try to, you know, like, like, like I'm a college, like I'm a college football player that just got asked what it's like to get drafted. Like, well, well, I'm, gonna get out there and I'm just going to keep my head out. Yeah. Get out there and play ball. <laughs> <laughs> but dude that's what i've always loved about you dude because it always helps me so much man because somehow you've always been able to to be this like white knight alchemist and like whatever's handed to you you like transfer it dude you you transfer it dude you know you you have a really good ability dude you're to like transfer the energy you're giving back into something better and higher man and like that's a fucking that's a gift you know and i think it's not something that's absolutely not a bad thing at all man yeah. Sorry, what'd I, you say? I'm writing down the word white knight alchemist. White knight alchemist. So I don't forget. <laughs> so, That's our new band, dude. <laughs> yeah. oh, man. I think about like think about like think about the new bands that are gonna start when this thing all uh, gets yeah, back dude. up. Like people's new 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 music projects. And, uh, I've been itching, dude, to be honest with you. I just don't feel like I ever have the extra time, man. But maybe I, was, I just need to I was gonna um I, I joined and joined a hardcore band. And I remember you telling me a little bit. Yeah, our 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 first show would have been last Thursday, but it was canceled, you know. And our second show was going to be t- 
two weeks from now, but that's going to be canceled too. So it's like I had this whole new project that had just started and I thought to myself, I'm like, what if that never picks back up after this? What if it just, what if it, what if that was it? And now it doesn't happen again, again, you know, but like, what's the new shit that's going to happen afterwards? Yeah, dude. Evan, check out this drawing I just made of you. Let me While see. While we were talking. Hold it up close. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. That's so <laughs> <Hold> good. <laughs> dude, hell yeah. That's awesome. That's amazing, dude. I love it, man. Okay, so, uh, wait, Evan. Did yeah. You, well, how are you, like, how are you, obviously, we know where you're at. You're in God's country. You're <laughs> practically in heaven. But, like, shit, shit starts hitting the fan, you know. You guys run out of resources. Grocery store shuts down. Like, I'm just, I'm just, now I'm getting into sci-fi, you know, what kind of plan are you yeah. guys got well, going on? So, y'all just going to hold, y'all going to hold up there? Yeah. So, um, yeah, like I said, like my mom manages the grocery store in town. So if, you know, I hope nothing were to happen with that, but say the store was to close. Luckily, like my grandma was a hoarder and we have a whole fucking huge fridge full of frozen food out, yeah. <laughs> out on the porch. So if shit really hit the so fan... So we all are coming to your place. Yeah, dude, dude, come on. You can, we'll just uh, set up some tents in the backyard and that way y'all can just keep your distance yeah. and I'll, I'll cook dinner and breakfast and just bring it out to you and set it up buffet style and everybody can just come by and uh, get it for themselves. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell Do a little yeah, com- yeah, dude. out there. Um, but no, dude, I'm just going to keep doing doing you know what i've been doing every day just trying to maintain a routine and um you know really just take in you know being out here in ruby and uh keep doing the music thing keep posting my videos and writing more uh songs and um hopefully have a bunch of new stuff like when this is all said and done but no i mean I'm just gonna, what's up evan i can't i personally can't wait to hear all the new shit you're gonna write uh while you're while you're out there in, in God's country, but while you're on this platform, while you're on this platform, tell them uh, tell everybody about our band, the Piners, and what we've got coming up this year when the shit gets back to normal. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. So Jeremy plays uh, in my band called uh, Evan Step and the Piners, and we just got our final masters back for this uh, uh, six song record we're going to put out. Um, it's going to be a, a twelve inch forty five. Um, so yeah. it's it sounds amazing. I'm super stoked about it. It's taken a long time, um, but I'm really happy with uh, the way yeah. it turned out. But so coming up soon, I'm going to be releasing a single uh, called Rails. It's probably the the uh, the banger on the album for sure. Fuck um, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, probably uh, yeah do that here in the next next month or two, and then hopefully. Once we get out of this whole thing, things go back to normal. That'll be when we put the record out and do the record release show. And hopefully a shit ton of people come out because they've been cooped up this whole time. And it'll be a huge, huge thing. Um, But yeah, I'm I'm really excited about it. And Jeremy also uh, has finished his record. So I'm going to go kick it back to him and let him tell y'all about that yeah yeah Yeah, man it's so that that, that's the that's the super exciting shit you know that's like what's gonna happen creatively with like you know once we're able to be free with each other you know i can't wait like evan's gonna have we're gonna have an amazing release show with the piners that record's gonna be really great i know a lot of people are gonna be excited to hear that i know i'm excited to hear that i finished my record uh which we both 
Evan, Evan Steppen, the Piners, and Jeremy Rain, the Carolina Highway. We both did our records at Standard Electric Audio with Damon Moon. And so maybe we'll do a big release party together. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also been, I've also got um, a, a project that I've been wanting to get off the ground for. And that's another thing. Hopefully people are using this time to get shit done that they've wanted to do that they haven't had time to do. Like, yeah, um, fuck yeah. I know one thing that I have been wanting to do for the last couple of years, and I've just it's been on the back burner, but it's finally happening, is doing this uh, lathe cut uh, limited edition 7-inch box set where I do uh, two songs that I recorded with Stephen Katie and Radon Recordings like five years ago, but they never came out. So I'm doing a box set with uh, hand-cut lathe records that I'm getting from Audio Geography down in uh, Florida. And it's going to be a limited edition box set. The box will be hand-painted. The uh, lathe cuts will be hand painted. It's going to come with five prints. It's going to have a big cool stamp on it. And uh, what you laughing at? Is that your mom in there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's been sitting there. <laughs> she, was, like, she was listening to my Instagram story, and like I had, uh, I think, Black Cow by Steely Dan, and it was just like, <laughs> and she was like, oh my God. <laughs> Anyway, I uh, I hit my uh, I hit my new bong right before. Are you bringing me a sandwich, a pizza? Oh shit! Oh. Hey, we bring me a, we bring me a beer too. Damn, that looks awesome. Thank you, honey. Shout out, screw everything. Yeah, e- shout e- out. Ryan, Ryan, <laughs> edit all that shit out where I was explaining <laughs> the record stuff. <laughs> Shout out to everybody. Let's go straight into shout-out. <laughs> shout-out. Yeah, shout-out, shout-out. Do it, dude. No, but uh, spotlight on my wife, who has been uh, really, Fuck, really yeah. fun to hang out with during all this time. And uh, we've been getting along great and having a great time. And, you know, it's like you never know. Like, what? what it's – I mean, you share this space with these people, and then all of a sudden you're sharing this space with these people 24 hours a day and not leaving. Like – it's a true testament that she just brought me pizza in here, and you guys can see yeah, it because we're on yeah. FaceTime to go. What is that? Is that DiGiorno? Yeah, brother. This is, uh, it's it's like DiGiorno. It's another brand. I don't know what it is, but, oh, hell yeah. Thank you, baby. Oh, it's the podcast sponsored. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> here, let me get this. Hold on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Seriously though, edit, edit, edit out all that shit where we were talking about our records and promoting ourselves. That sounded so stupid. <laughs> Damn, dude, that's amazing. Just man. put a fucking link to our shit and let people yeah. see it if they want to see it. There you go, dude. I love it, man, dude. <laughs> I dude, this has been like super fun, man. I mean, I think it's a great place to wrap up at least for the podcast, but I want to stay on just for a few more minutes with you guys and just like talk some real mad shit that we wouldn't be able to release. So okay. <laughs> that's cool. Hell yeah. That's cool. I, I I got a good secret to tell both of y'all that I was waiting for this whole shit to get over so I can Oh shit, dude. Well, dude, honestly, man, I, I really love both of you guys, man. Love what y'all do. Respect it so much, man. I mean, and, uh, and dude, dude I cannot wait on the other side to create with both of you guys, man. Like Evan, I've always wanted to do some shit with you too. So dude, let's thanks like, for reaching out, let's man. go, man. It. Yeah, dude. No, I appreciate this, man. I mean, I, this is what it's all about is like doing our best to reach out and, and to have real human interaction in this time, man. Cause it really fucking does help our mental space, man. When we realize there are people that are, that are, you know, trying to 
just uh, stay at a higher vibration and uh, doing the best we can with what we've been given. And uh, this has just been this has been yeah. rad, man. I can't wait to give you all a big old hug. I'm kissing you both on the mouth. Hell yeah, Oh, my God. That's so funny you said that, dude, because earlier we were talking, I was thinking – what if, what if post COVID nineteen we all men started kissing each other on the mouth? <laughs> Hell yeah, dude! I'm game. I'm game. Fuck it, dude. That's fine. I do. Mustache I remember, and mustache, I remember right? my. Uh, <laughs> I remember one time at the uh, at the Earl. Like it was probably shit. It would have been seven years ago no th- uh, eight years ago now i was doing an album release show there and my dad was there and after the show my dad came up to me and he's like son uh i need you to calm down you're kissing everyone uh even <laughs> even even the guys <laughs> even, the, even the guys son <laughs> son i love you buddy <laughs> no but i mean imagine like i'm gonna give so many like awkward long hugs Dude, let's have a private bro party. Yeah. And just like, We're just going to hold each other. <laughs> I just hold each other. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I fucking love it, man. I appreciate you guys so much. What's uh, what real quickly though? What uh, what y'all's like Instagram shit like that? If people want to follow you guys and check out what you're doing, you go ahead, Jeremy. Well, I got a mouthful of pizza. Okay, but... I'll go then. <laughs> All right, mine's uh, uh, Instagram. All dogs go to Evan. Uh, A-L-L-D-O-G-S The number two um, Evan E-V-A-N um, And Facebook Evan Step E-V-A-N S-T-E-P-P Also you can follow the band uh, They have their own um, Facebook page as well Evan Step and the Piners And uh, our music's up oh, on yeah. uh, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music Anywhere you get your music yeah, I listened to the Spotify one today, man. I was rocking that shit out. Hell yeah! Which which one were you? Were you rocking? Uh, the newest, the newest one. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, no, it was great, man. Yeah, I can't wait to hear that new new shit though, dude. We gotta, we gotta do something, to dude. Yeah, we gotta do something. It'd be fun. Um, Jeremy. All right. Well, uh, all of my stuff can be found on Ryan's Instagram page, which is at <laughs> Dreambeard. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no, nah, but it's I'm true uh, though. <laughs> it's, uh, Jeremy Ray is on Instagram, and uh, that's where I'll be posting all my artwork and all these music and art projects, and um, just that's where I'll be connecting with everybody. Luckily, we can still, you know, as lame as social media is, at least I have that, and we all have that to where we can even do shit like this, you know, and we're yeah. not completely isolated. So, dude, give me a big old smile, Jeremy. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, one more time. We'll do it one more time and it switched. Oh, I keep switching to Evan. I've already got Evan like four times. One more time. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Let me, let me fucking, uh, I'm trying to screenshot it. Okay. Uh, only, okay, Jeremy, make some noise so it switches to you. Got you. <laughs> okay, shit. Uh, okay, I'm going to stop recording, but we can stay on for a minute. Okay. Oh, stop that was great.